Ah, good evening, traveler. And welcome to the penumbra. Take your seat, please. Take your seat. The junction lies ahead, so if you'll allow me just a moment. We are now passing through the Swamp of Titan's Blues. Our next stop, the Moonlit Hermit. nearby. I'm not sure it even knows where I am, but I heard it's up there. Too close. Gotta throw it off track. Gotta... get started. Not much time left. Ahem. Research log. Final entry. My name is Amaryllis of Exile, and that thing you just heard slashing and stomping around, I made it with the monster's tools, and it's going to kill me. I can't stop it. Neither the magician lord of this swamp nor his living castle could even put a dent in it, and now... It's just out here, raising hell, and that's just what I made by accident. I don't even want to imagine. Please, warn the Citadel. Please. And maybe this story will give them something to go off of. After the night I tried to escape from Lord Aram's keep, the night I made that thing, Aram and I had a conversation which I did not record. All you need to know about it was that he wasn't happy, and neither was I. But even then, for all his threats, he didn't hurt me. He just took the moonlit hermit with him, told the keep to grow me a proper room to sleep in, and left. So I didn't get any more answers until the lizard showed his face the next morning, and we came to an agreement. Amaryllis. Amaryllis. You grew this room. Don't see why you need permission to enter it. I... don't need your permission, of course. It's my keep, and it's because of your whining that I... I'll come speak with you another time, then. Enjoy your rest. No, come on. Wait. Sorry. I might not have slept... At all. You should be sorry. I didn't sleep either. And, well, I suppose I also apologize. That thing. What thing? Your recording device. It's on. It is, yeah. I thought I told you to- Yeah, well, I'm not just going to roll over and do everything you say, okay? I want the recorder, and if you want to talk to me, it stays on. You don't get to care why. All right. So, 
Did you think at all about my offer? I did. And? I don't know yet. It isn't a very good one right now. Then come up with one you prefer. I'm too tired and in too much of a hurry to haggle. Go on. I'm going to want some things in return. Beyond my tutelage, I'm offering you the impossible mysteries of the universe. Okay, you... all this stuff about you teaching me, me working for you, that's exactly why we couldn't have this conversation yesterday. Oh, spare me. If you want my help fixing your keep, I'm not going to be your assistant. Well, I certainly won't be yours. I never asked for that. We're going to work together. Share methods together, theorize together, experiment together. But I'm done working for you. And any questions I have, you have to answer them all. I can't help you if you don't let me do my job. That is... logical. Agreed. With one restriction. There are certain lines of questioning that I cannot, under any circumstances, answer. But... The work I do, and the beings I do it for, are dangerous. Giving up information they've protected would ensure my keep's death, and I cannot endanger my keep. That you must understand. All right. Well, then, shall we... One last thing. My, this deal just gets fairer by the second, doesn't it? If I cure your keep, you have to let me go home. Seriously, this time. I've already told you, I can't... Well, you're gonna have to, Aram. You're bargaining with me, and you're not getting any sleep, and for all the times you've threatened to kill me, that's never really been an option for you. And all that means, you're desperate. You need me. And that means, I get to name my price. Well? I want some kind of guarantee. Uh, keep. For the remainder of her stay within these walls, you are to listen to any requests the human Amaryllis makes. Is that understood? Ah. How am I supposed to know that worked? You're the researcher. Test it. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Keep. I want to see the way back home. Uh, please. Is that... A portal to the swamp's edge. Now you understand how we came here this quickly, satisfied? But could it make a portal to... Only the swamp of Titan's blooms, Amaryllis. <laughs> Humans. You show them the impossible and within seconds they already want more. No, it's just... That's a lot of power to give me, Aram. Close the portal, Keep. And put this room away. We won't be needing it any longer. When I first told you my keep was the font from which every titan's bloom springs, I was not telling the full scope of the truth. It is true that all the flowers here are born from the keep, but so is all life in this swamp. The keep had a hand in creating every living thing here. And it is the source that keeps them living. If it dies... Then everything in the swamp of Titan's Blooms dies too. Precisely. I cannot expect you to understand the bond I share with such a creature. The depth of emotion and devotion I feel for that which gave me life. And that which it is my birth duty to protect. So it's your mom. No, it is not. Our 
A relationship is far more complicated than that. The Keep has but one familiar at a time. A symbiotic soldier who both harnesses its infinite power and lives only to protect... Right, right. But besides that, it's basically just your mom. Gave you life, sings you lullabies, gets a lot of attitude. Mom stuff. It is not. You stay out of this. There. Your deal is accepted. You have your answers, you have your freedom, you have my pride. It is ample pay. Now earn it. What do we do? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So, if we're going to do this right, we're going to need to perform an exam. Where did the petrification start? How should I know? It's a massive tower by the time I noticed it. Then where did you first notice it? In my workshop. When I'm not babysitting troublesome primates, that is usually where I am. Then that's where we go. Keep, could you show me the way to the workshop, please? I think I could get used to this. <laughs> Aram's workshop was the first room in the keep I'd seen with a window. And saints, who knew a swamp could look like that? Flowers as wide as temples, life of every color. Frogs that spread wine-colored splotches everywhere they touched. Herons robed in golden moss. Fish that bowed before the swaying trees and then flew, flew up to the branches to roost. It was so, so... It was the first time I felt that feeling Damien talks about. When he thinks he sees St. Damien in the reflection on the water. Hears him in the sound of the rain. Which is impossible, of course, but... For now, I'll just say more evidence is needed. So, get on that, I guess. Why are you standing by the door? Come on. A look won't kill you. It won't kill me, no. I'm waiting for the clouds to pass to find a safe spot for this. The moonlit hermit? Its cage was demolished. I don't just leave my most powerful tool lying around. There. This spot should be safe. And dark. So, that part of the story is really true, too? This flower that's powerful enough to bring things to life just dies in the sunlight? I do wish you'd stop saying that. The hermit itself doesn't do anything. It just wants. (sighs) The hermit lacks almost every basic structure flora require to survive. And so it only lives for one reason. Because it wants to so badly that physical laws must suspend in its presence. Its will to live is so strong that it lives on that alone. So your theory is that its will is so strong, it's contagious too? Indeed. It speaks to the small amount of life present in every object, whether inanimate, deceased, or currently alive. Like the abdomen of a macracnid, tired of being a thoughtless slave to the head. Yeah, okay, I get it. Thanks. Sunlight is the only thing the hermit wants more than life. So if it gets it, it becomes distracted. And it forgets to live? I wouldn't put it so crudely. Really, it... Yes, it forgets to live. It finds something that matters more to it. Are you happy? Huh. That face. What does that face mean? 
It means I'm thinking. You admit that my methods are superior. Not really. Honestly, you don't seem to know what you're talking about. What? But plenty of scientific breakthroughs have started with fairy tales, so I am interested. Show me what you were working on when you first saw the petrification happen. We passed experiment after experiment, and I couldn't see any use for any of them. In one cage of nettles sat a rodent that belched periodically, inflated until punctured by a thorn, then deflated and started over again. In another stood a small creature with many faces, busily whispering insults to itself. In a third grew a flower that changed its color every time I blinked. Its roots twined around a scrap of silk. Prototypes, mostly. I keep intending to get rid of them, but disposal is such a lengthy process. Couldn't you just... let them go? Let them go? <laughs> Nearly half of my work is ensuring these creations don't get free, Amaryllis. New species can be fatal to an ecosystem, as you saw with these. The grubs... From beneath the numb cap. Saints, there are so many of them. Yes, it took many weeks of tireless testing to get through all of these. And in the end, not a single one did as I needed. Hey, I was looking... And now you aren't. I still don't know how they got out and I can't risk another breach. But what are they for? A contract. Other monsters hired me to make something. They are one failed attempt. But what? I warned you when we began this that there would be some questions I could not answer. This is one of them. Aram. I can only assure you that after their escape, the Keep and I spent many sleepless nights studying them and studying them, and I do not think they could be the cause of the Keep's illness. Here. You may look into their case if you wish. It's Vanishwood. Just pass your hand over the side. I'll gather supplies that may prove useful. Research log entry 4301. Observing what appears to be a colony of those grubs I found beneath the numcap. Lord Aram's creations. Interesting. My original sample didn't exhibit any unusual behavior, but when you put them in a group, they cluster and move as one unit. I think I see something behind them. But they keep getting in the way. Come on, come on. Ugh, seriously, no matter where I look, they... Keep moving in my way. They cluster where I look before I look there. Like they know where that's going to be. I can just catch glimpses of what they're blocking. It looks like a rolled up cloth of some kind. A scarf? Have you found anything interesting? <gasps> Don't sneak up on me like that. I will not alter my walking just because you have primitive ears, Amaryllis. Are you satisfied? Nope. But it sounds like I just have to get used to that. Whatever tools you use to make these grubs, can you bring them back to the greenhouse with us? I want to run some checks on them. <clears throat> Keep. Bring the tools Amaryllis has requested to the greenhouse. And open the way for us as well. Tools took months to grow, you oaf. Aram, the door, it's... Petrifying. 
open this door. I told you to open it. Ah! Aram! It's all right. I'm all right. No thanks to my keep. Aram, it's sick. Oh, is it sick? Is it tired? Because I'm certainly tired too, but I'm at least holding up my end of the bargain, aren't I? We're supposed to protect each other, you ungrateful plant. Are you even trying? Aram, come on. Of course it's trying, it's just... It's fought off illness before, and curses, and sieges, and... If it wanted to live, it would. It's chosen to give up. Haven't you? Haven't you? Stop. I know you're upset, but this isn't helping. If the problem was just that the keep didn't want to get better... It would already be dead. When people really give up, it's over pretty quickly. Then the only thing those people are missing is the will to live. Get out of my way. What? Where are you going? Your compulsion to gather facts and put them all in a row might be effective for your simple concerns. But when you grapple with a near-infinite being, you must employ near-infinite power. What are you doing with the hermit? What do you think? Move. Aram, we don't know what that's going to do. At this stage, we have to be careful. We should never have gotten to this stage in the first place. I'm getting us out of it. There, little hermit. Teach this keep the value of a life that it may fight this stone away. There. You see, Amaryllis, how the color returns to this stone. I do. The doors. This is the effort I've been looking for. Learn from the moonlit hermit, my keep. With enough will, enough desire, even death itself holds no power. Whoa! Push it back, keep. Try! No excuses. Try it again. Uh uh-uh. uh, no way. Give me that. Amaryllis, this was effective. It fixed things for a moment. Do you think your keep could take another shock like that? Do you? Because your workshop is starting to look like a quarry. That is just how magic operates. When you reach for the cosmos, there are no guarantees. What didn't work then may work now. We will not know unless we try. So magic is inconsistent. Exactly. And so useless. Huh, that's good to know. What? You can reach for the cosmos, Aram, and that's great. But sometimes you just want what's right in front of you. That's when you gather evidence. (laughs) The reason we want results to be consistent is because some things are too valuable to risk on a maybe. Like your keep, for example. So, we have to figure out the problem, and in order to do that, we need data. Do you have a microscope? A what? It lets you see things that are really, really small. If I could get a closer look at the keep cell structure, I might be able to... Why should you care what things so small look like? Perhaps they don't want to be seen. (sighs) I need to take a sample, at least. Do you have a chisel or something? I want to see if there's any living tissue underneath this stone. Here. The keep dropped it, so let's hope it isn't broken. It's a pick, Aram. I don't think dropping... Whatever. This spot should do. What are you even hoping to find? 
Well, I hope I find the cause of the Keep's illness, but I don't expect... <laughs> Typical human overconfidence. Be careful of what you unearth with that blade, little Amaryllis. For your own sake. The secrets this Keep holds tie into the very fabric of the universe. To think you will be able to contain them within your small human mind is pride itself. Found it. What? Yeah, look at this. See that white fuzz on the greenery packed in there? Mildew. Pretty common plant infection. And it typically causes flora to turn into stone? Just eats them usually, but if their host has this much magic rolling around inside it, I I don't know. If I had my lab, I could do some tests on it, but... But? Your tools are very, 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 very bad. <sighs> Ungrateful! But hey, the study of medicine's way older than proper measurements. It was less accurate then, but still followed the same rules. Test, take notes, test some more, and once you've found a pattern, use it. So get some paper ready, Aram. I'm sending you and the keep out shopping. I had a plan in mind, but it was going to require a lot of supplies. I gave Aram my list, and he translated it into terms the keep could understand. I need a ruler. Something that will help me measure length. Keep a stick with notches at regular intervals. And some pure water with a few drops of oil. A few gallons of that would be great. That's two gourds of spring dew with bloatnut runoff, Keep. Some kind of device for spraying, and for holding it all together. A spitting lily and a ball of macracnid web. And some baking soda. That's the white powder stuff you find under... And some baking soda. Don't make that face. Monsters have made this land's finest cakes for thousands of years. And then we put it all together. A solution comprised of the water, oil, and baking soda poured into bags tied and fastened to the spitting lilies. An antifungal spray not unlike the kind I used at home. The first tests were promising. Here we go. All right. I think we're on to something. So, that's it then? Then why is there still stone everywhere? Because that was just the first test. Help me make another bottle for you. We have a lot of stone to cover. It took most of the day to finish that room. And in that time, Arm and I didn't have much to do besides talk. Getting to know him reminded me of meeting Damien. In some ways. He was still a knight in training back then, a hypochondriac who'd made himself a thorn in the heel of every doctor he went to, and when he took a blow from his first real monster, nobody in the Citadel would treat him. So he had to come to me. <laughs> Scorpion Queen Venom, I remember. He was such an awful patient, always trying to make grand gestures of strength or heroism, always making himself sicker. But in his quiet moments, when he'd tell me his stories, we'd get lost in them. They were beautiful and so funny. And we could talk for hours. He was so curious about my work and... And so the great doctor took the warrior's mighty belt and ventured on into the plague-stricken night. Oh, Rilla, it was a bright twilight then. The sky shimmering as black silk before a raging flame and... What... 
What is that? Don't stop. Is that... That's your recording device, isn't it? Yes, and... I just wanted to have this story for later, too. (coughs) Yes, but... Well, I wasn't... Perhaps it wasn't meant for any time, but this, as only... If I knew it would be recorded, I would have perhaps written it down, revised it, or... (coughs) Stop, stop, stop. If you don't calm down, that venom's never going to get out of your system. Yes... Doctor? (laughs) What? What is it? My face, it's gone a color, hasn't it? Rose fever! Oh, St. Damien, I knew I would die this way, pink-cheeked and babbling. No, no, you're fine. You're just... It's cute. When you get all riled up. When you call me doctor. Annoying, but cute. Annoyed? Oh, saints, I've annoyed you! A thousand lashes on my person, a thousand, thousand... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? What did I... Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, well, that is rather funny. <laughs> <coughs> now, go on. Tell me more about this doctor. How beautiful was she? Beautiful. Of course Beautiful. But her beauty was nothing compared to her mind, sharp as the blade and patient as its whetstone. Why, it's said she once outwitted a tower full of sphinxes, an academy, no less. And those stories, that time with him, that was worth the world. Worth every late-night panic, worth everything. Aram doesn't tell stories. Or ask questions, really. But he does have his moments. My, this is an interesting patch. I'll have to keep you for further study. My cape! You've gotten serum all over my cape. Had to get your attention somehow. Now get down here and... Ah! Oh, my hair! There. Now we're even. You can take your cloak off. I can't take off my hair. You can't? Ah, stop that. (laughs) Missed me. Stand still. I don't know why I'm saying this. I know that the Citadel has to protect itself from monster kind, but... I've seen so many knights kill so many monsters, like I killed Aram's weeds. Without a second thought. And even if Aram is a threat, and even if he does have to be dealt with, he isn't all bad. I guess that's all I'm really saying. He's... (gasps) The antifungal spray we made got rid of the mildew, but it didn't cure the keep. A bit of green's returned to this stone, and if I'm not mistaken, it's grown a bit softer. So we're really to take it that all this trouble was caused by some common fungus? Not necessarily all. It could have caused a strange immune response in the keep. The stone is a way to protect itself. Or this one infection could have weakened the keep and made way for another, or... Then which one is it? It could take years to figure all that out, Aram. I said science was consistent. I never said it was fast. But in the meantime, my keep is saved. (laughs) We've done it. 
We did. Tell me, Amaryllis. Did you ever fear we might not get out of here alive? Only for the first eleven hours. But we've only been in here for eleven... Oh. <laughs> oh, that's quite good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and Keep, how do you feel? <laughs> it's saved. My Keep is saved. We've done it. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Aram? Yes, Amaryllis. Maybe you should put me down now. Oh. Yes, yes, that seems right. Thanks. <clears throat> That's <clears throat> sleep exhaustion. Natural biological response. I blame you entirely. It's really okay, Aram, but maybe we should just... Uh... Go, yes, agreed. <clears throat> hmm. But the door, it seems, is still... <clears throat> Petrified. Right, no, that makes sense. We only got this room. You'll have to do this for the whole keep if you want to really drive the illness back. And if we're sealed in here, you plan to have the keep apply its own cure. Interesting. Exactly. Keep? That process we just did, I want you to use your vines to do that everywhere you can. Think you've got it? Uh, keep? That doesn't sound good. It certainly does not. Keep. You will do as Amaryllis says. Apply the medicine. Now. is spreading again. Keep. Stop that this instant. Your lord and creation commands you. Keep. You will open this door. Open it at once. Keep. Aram, I'm sorry. I hope you're happy with yourself. Me? You think this is my fault? Of course it is. You gave it the command that turned it to stone. The hermit heard it much worse than that. And whatever was causing this started before I got here. You know that. <clears throat> we lived perfectly well on our own. Yeah, until you kidnapped me. Oh, this again? Yeah, this again. This forever, actually. Then I suppose you've had your revenge, haven't you? Congratulations. I didn't do this. This wasn't revenge. Call it whatever you like. It's a purely human concept. Revenge, fairness, this sense that everything must balance out. It's the ugliest part of thinking everything should make sense. Because when you believe the scales should be even and someone adds a slight to your side, you add a slight to theirs and all you've done is created a crueler world than you started with. You don't get off that easily. I had a family. Friends. You shouldn't have kidnapped me. Oh, should. It's always should, isn't it? Should I have kidnapped you? No. But I've also never asked you for forgiveness, have I? Well, have I? 
<laughs> you humans. You get so caught up in what should be true that you never think about what is. Everything in its little box, hmm? I should not have done what I did, so do whatever you like to me. Never mind the fact that I should never have met you. Should never have had to step into that cesspit citadel in the first place. It's evil. This need to categorize, to call things good and bad. Justification for crushing those who have already been crushed. Evil. Yeah, okay, so you're really not in a good place to talk right now. Oh, yes, casting judgment is so easy, isn't it? Where are you going? We're trapped in here. Commanding the keep isn't working right now, and you're in a mood, so I'm just killing time until one of those things changes. Could you hand me that macrachnid silk? I don't see how that helps. Maybe it doesn't. What happened to your reproducible results? Your, it has to work every time. It's been a big day. Maybe I learned something. This'll work. What are you doing? Measuring the silk. Cut here, please. Ridiculous. And here. And here. And here. <sighs> now I'll just fasten these to half of one of the gourds. And... Aha! What's that grinning? What are you doing? Proving a point. Of course. It's always an argument with you, isn't it? Uh, don't look so smug. I'll show you. There, see? No measurements required. All right. Play it. Gladly. What? I must be holding it wrong. <sighs> A waste of time. Huh. So, do you want to know why yours didn't work? Because sometimes magic just doesn't as our current situation demonstrates. And music, obviously, is a form of magic. <laughs> what? What's so funny? Music's not magic, Aram. Come on, music is math. We invented mathematics before you, but we moved on to something better. You found something bigger, maybe. But there's something beautiful about things that work every time, isn't there? Something comfortable. The same notes always make a chord. It's all about counting the same chunks of time. It can even have psychological effects, slowing heart rate and preventing rushing thoughts. You and... said can, not must. So much for reliable, hmm? I guess that's a fair point. Meet me by the river where the elderberries. What? What? What are you doing? Uh, singing? Why? I thought it might be fun. And, like, what else are we going to do? <sighs> you may continue. Okay. Meet me by the river Where the elderberries grow when 
stars are silver, no one has to Saints above, what the... Shh! Keep going. Meet me by the river, by driftwood and stone. I'll float down with her, no one has to. And if the old man caught me stealing, wouldn't bother to lie. Mama let her baby grow through the ceiling, but do we wonder More petrification? No, it's asleep. I don't think I've ever heard the keep sleep before. Must be tired. That's ridiculous. That's... That's That's it. it. Sleep deprivation causes a weakened immune system. And its mood has been poor. Depression, skin problems, poor self-care. All that work I made it do. All those sleepless nights. Why don't... We try the door. That sounds like an excellent idea, Amaryllis. So, I guess we're free. We are. And now I owe you your payment. Follow me. I will show you your way out now. But... Don't you want to make sure... No, no, I think it should be now. And bring the hermit, would you? After the trouble it's caused, I... Don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'd rather it not stay here. Because the keep was asleep, it wouldn't respond to our commands. So instead of Aram's magic door, we had to use the real front door... Far, far below us. Carrying the moonlit hermit all that way was like a dream. I could feel that glow within it, and I could feel my old hopes stirring again, 
And I could feel my fear, too. Of the things it had made. Of what it had made the keep do to itself. I didn't know what we were going to do with it. None of the options made me feel any better. This must be strange to you. A patient who would get better if it rested, but who insists on writhing. That's pretty typical, actually. So, how do you think the Keep learned that song? It's an old folk tune, way back from the first citadel, I think. How's a monster plant learn that? I don't know. A traveling human, maybe. Or perhaps a traveling human learned the song from it. Not sure how we'd ever learn the difference. You sang it beautifully. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> but, you see, this proves my point exactly. What point? Music. It's magical in nature. Oh, come on, really? I've never lost in debate before, and I won't lose now. It's magical. The lullaby that the keep sung me as a whelp. It didn't work every time, did it? Unpredictable. You can do everything right, and it doesn't always have the desired effect. Sleep, or the aesthetic beauty of the notes, or what have you. Huh. Yeah, I guess you're right. And besides, according to the great sorcerer and former Keep Lord Purple Plumed Vaxilius, music is firmly what was that? Kind of right, anyway. I mean, why can't it be both? Nonsense. No, I mean, maybe that's what makes music special. It uses these predictable scales and measures, and combines them with some... Unpredictable something. Magic. And what comes out isn't really either. It's... more. I looked at him, and... his eyes. His violet eyes. Subject. Emeralis of Exile. Input. Interaction with the monster Aram, Lord of the Swamp. Observations. Accelerated heart rate. Sweating palms. A rushing feeling like riding a horse, like falling, like reaching the top of a mountain and seeing just how small you really are. Racing thoughts. A tingling in the lips. I looked at him and I felt... What I guess is a kind of magic. And I think he did too. <clears throat> Nonsense, of course. But a nice theory, anyway. Right. Nonsense. Right. And how did you know the singing would work? You finished your instrument with such purpose. Right, right. The singing... Uh, honestly, it wasn't for the keep to start. It was for... you? Because you sounded worried. I mean, anxious. Doctor? Scientist? Musician? How many hats do you wear, Amaryllis? Whichever one I think is interesting today. There are just so many things to know about, you know? And so many interesting people who know all about them. Doctors and scientists and poets and... <sighs> Knights. And nights. 
I imagine you must be excited to rejoin them, then. I am. I miss them. Well, you to your home, and me to mine. Yeah. Um, Aram? Yes, Amaryllis. You said that those grubs, therefore contract with some other monsters, right? <sighs> Aram, what are you making for them? I cannot tell you that. If you're making weapons for the monsters to use against the Citadel... Aram, that's my home. Of course. There are people that I love there, Aram. Just like you love this keep. If there's any way I can protect them... Foolish. Should have known better. You aren't listening to me. Oh, but I understand you, Amaryllis. I may have had a lapse in judgment, but I understood you perfectly well the moment we met. Whether you round up or down, you always need things to come out neatly. True or false. Honesty or lies. Any creature that cannot tolerate the grayness in between cannot be trusted. So go. Leave. I'm just trying to protect my friends. My family. And I mine. We are at war. It was foolish of us to forget that. Even for a moment. Farewell, Amaryllis. I am glad to have met you. And so I hope the universe wills us peace such that we never see each other again. Aram! I said farewell! Uh, uh. You don't just get to hide away! Your actions have consequences! You... you coward! (sighs) And now, here we are. Just me, and that thing out there, and... The Moonlit Hermit. I don't know why I still have it. Before I broke my ankle, I kept meaning to throw it out, but... Then I'd think about what I could make with it. What humanity could make with it. Because if the monsters have been planning something, making weapons... Then we're going to need all the help we can get. Right? And so... In the name of survival, we take the weapon too terrible for a monster and... What? Keep struggling for life like nothing else matters? Make abominations and trade away our souls just because we're so afraid to die? Yes, it forgets to live. It finds something that matters more to it. Are you happy? That's maybe... The most important question I've ever asked. And I'm not going to live to see how it works out, am I? And so, I guess I leave it to you, whoever you are. I can't make you do anything. But please, just think. And do the right thing. And tell Damien that I love him. Tell him that I live for him like he lived for me. Please. End of log.
All right, Rilla. Be brave. Be brave. If you're going to do it, just do it! Hmm. I was told that the Swamp of Titan's Blooms held the most terrible monsters of this region. How disappointing. You... you killed it. I thought it couldn't... I thought it was... Invincible? <laughs> Perhaps for a lesser warrior, one distracted by women or poetry. Poetry? You're right. On second thought, the women are fine. Now, let's get you up. There you are. You. I recognize you. Why do I recognize you? You're the Lady Knight, Sir Caroline, right? And you're the missing herbalist whose name I've blocked out completely. It's Rilla. Don't say it again. Your fiancé has been shouting at me for weeks. Damien? You've been with Damien. Where is he? On the other side of the lake, where he belongs. You're certain you want to marry him? Really? Not even sure I want him alive, to be honest. Wait, wait, slow down. Are you all out here to save me? Uh, no. I'm the Queen's Investigator General. Saving little lost girls is well below my pay grade. There have been monsters with powers of manipulation running rampant across these lands for months now. And according to your Damien, one such monster had its claws upon you. A lizard of some sort, I've been told. Repeatedly. At high volumes. Uh... Lizard? Indeed. What's happened to you exactly? Injured during your escape, were you? It wasn't an escape, really. You were captured. What else would it be? He let me go. Oh, did he? Sent you on your way home with a packed lunch and a pat on the head, hmm? No, it wasn't that. It was... Treason, then? What? Well, if you didn't escape and he didn't let you go, that's the only conclusion left that I can think of. You came to an agreement with a monster, and that is, by definition, treason. And a knight of the crown may deliver punishment for treason wherever and whenever she pleases. That isn't true. Damien says that a trial- That may not be true, but I see no one here to say otherwise. You're a knight. Aren't you supposed to help people? I am supposed to protect the Citadel at all costs, and that is precisely what I'm doing. The Citadel- We have to go now. The monsters, uh, they're planning an assault, and if we don't get back and tell the queen... It sounds like we're running out of time, then. We are. A fact which concerns you greatly. It does. Then in that case, I think you ought to get on with it and tell me, where is the lizard I must slay? Please, he's... He's what? He's... That way. I thought you might come to reason. Well, lead the way. My ankle's twisted. Broken, probably. I need something to make a splint. Then find it. Quickly. See those sticks over there? In that patch of sunlight? Bring me to them and I'll make the splint myself. Thank you. that? What was what? You dropped something just now. I saw Well, where is it then? Very well. You have two minutes to build your splint. I need at least fifteen. You have two minutes. And then, we have a lizard to hunt.
If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at a $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one, from co-creators Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert, and composer Ryan Vibert. Person, both of them. Well, they have a lot in common, but, like, you and know, I, kidnapped her. Yeah, and I think one of the, the things that made this so much harder than the Damien and Arm relationship is that, like, the Damien and Arm relationship goes a long way just based on wanting some smooches. It, like, that is... Smooches, yeah. Smooch, yep. <laughs> Yeah, this is a PG program, big, folks. They're big smooch, smooch fellas, yeah. Big <laughs> smooch <laughs> fellas. You can also support The Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter at The Penumbra Pod, following us on Tumblr at The Penumbra Podcast, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories further and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Camille Blanton, Cantaloupe, Fiona Parker, Ota Arcana, Juno Yanto, Reagan, Ko, KC, Kim Zygen, Ethel Lang, Fran, Charlie Spiegel, Menchowski, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. Did you know that the Penumbra has merchandise for sale? It's true. The Penumbra has partnered with DFTBA to bring you the posters, shirts, and pins your heart desires. Just go to dftba.com and search for the Penumbra podcast. This tale, The Moonlit Hermit, was told by the following people. Melissa Enulet as Rilla, Noah Symes as Lord Aram, Kate Jones and Kat Buckingham as The Keep, Matthew Zanzinger as Sir Damien, and Leslie Drescher as Sir Caroline with musical direction by Melissa Enulet and assistance by Kat Buckingham. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid this is the end of the line for today, dear traveler. We hope you will ride with the Penumbra again soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.